Hello, beings of this earth. I'm Venus. And I'm Xander. And welcome to Bad at Life, the podcast where we discover a wide variety of topics that we may or may not be bad at. And Xander, why do our opinions matter? Because we said so. We say they matter, but you know, they might not. (laughs) So today's episode will be about working. Yeah. Are we good at it? Are we bad at it? And listener discretion is advised. We do not filter or edit anything out. So explicit content will probably be featured. Let's be real. It's always featured, mama. So (laughs) what is working? Working is an activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result. Let's be real. There's a lot of mental effort going on. Yeah. In working. There is. Yes. But... At my job, there's also a lot of physical work (laughs) going on. Yeah, to me, definitely as well. Um, So, of course, before we really dive in into some stories and some tea time about working, let's, you know, talk about what we're doing for work. Right now. Yeah. Okay, so I work, I think it's like a shop clerk. I just work at the supermarket and the main thing I do is stock the shelves. Yeah. Um, I do work at a lot of sections in the store, like the dairy or the fruit and vegetable, like the part, like a section of the store. Um, so I do quite a bit, but right now I'm not really satisfied with my job. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm not in a very good place <laughs> at work right now. Um, yeah, so I will. So like, that's what you do. Yeah, that's what I do. Well, let's hope they're not listening because, of course, they wouldn't be happy to know that you're not happy. Of course, but I didn't name the company, so. Yeah, okay, but if they listen to it, they can <laughs> see the date, Mama. Oopie, I'm so sorry. Well, let's hope you don't get it. fired. No, probably not. Love. But- <laughs> anyway, um, I'm actually doing something fashion-related right now. So I actually studied fashion a couple of years ago, and I eventually ended up working at the same supermarket as Xander, where I definitely grew and definitely, you know, got some experience that was really valuable. But eventually I did find a job in fashion, which I'm really happy with. And right now I'm actually a visual merchandiser, so I'm busy kind of just making this clothing store look good at all times. I have my own section, which is really exciting. And it's just a really, it's definitely very hard and it's super challenging. It's something very new for me, but it's extremely exciting to me that I'm finally doing something in fashion. I'm being the most authentic self that I could have ever been, you know, up until this point in my life. So I'm really satisfied. I'm really happy. Sometimes I'm nervous because it's just, you know, I I just really want to prove myself. Yeah, but it's also worthy. quite a quite a big responsibility, like the the work yeah, that definitely. you do, because it's a big company, and mm-hmm. I mean, there are lots yeah. of expectations from you. Yeah, but I think that's just because yes, it's a really big company, but it's also just a very. A company with a very clear focus mm. and they know what they want they know at what level of fashion they want to be at so you know us as visuals. employees oh, visuals okay. of this company we just 
have to be on that level. And it's definitely challenging, especially now because I'm kind of new still, but it's really exciting and it just seems like this huge opportunity, which I'm super excited about. So truth be told, I did not think a lot about this episode, y'all. <laughs> no, me um, But, you know, I think at every job that you're ever going to do, you're going to have a moment where you think, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just because, you know, we don't go for work. Uh, we don't go to work for fun. No, Technically, of course, I'm really privileged that I have a job where I can have fun or that I'm at least excited about what I'm doing. It's challenging, but in a good way. But every job is going to have those moments. So mm -hmm. I don't think I had to think about <laughs> what I was going to say because I can pick of the many jobs that I've done before. Yeah, of course. But you did think about what did what you wanted to say. No, n not necessarily. I just... Obviously, I remember, like, parts... Of jobs. Of jobs that I did. And I can just come out and say that I'm I'm not the best worker, <laughs> like, that, that there is. Uh, so I would understand that not everyone would hire me. Like, if they knew... Like, what kind of worker I mm -hmm. am. But, yeah, I do remember some parts of some jobs. So, I can definitely talk about that. Or maybe we can go back and forth this time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I can definitely start. I'll just start, like, at the very beginning. Like, when I first started working. And then I just worked my way up, I think. Well, let's just tell a couple of stories and then move on to tea time. Yeah, of course. Um. So... One time, I worked at a pizza place. It was actually this really big pizza chain, actually. And it was brand new, and um, I um, I got hired. And it was actually pretty fun. I actually really liked working there, because the only thing that I did was make orders. And just so make the pizzas. Customize the pizzas. So that was actually really fun. And every time that we would close down, like... Obviously, there were some people that didn't pick up their order or it got canceled. So we would always have like quite a lot of leftovers. And what we would do is uh, go out. We actually had like a small garden where we mm -hmm. had like uh, a fire pit. And then we would sit around the fire and we would eat pizza. But the funny and sad part is, is that like I wasn't really at a like great in my life I was feeling like quite depressed and I was not satisfied with my weight so at that period in time I didn't even eat pizza so I worked at a pizza place they would feast afterwards and I would never get to eat the pizza that's sad that's so sad and they were always like oh why aren't you eating and like it's dumb like you get free pizza like why don't you want some and that's not necessarily dumb. I mean, no, it's always going to be your own choice. Of course. But they were like, dude, why aren't you eating? Like, it's free pizza. Who says no to that? So I get it. But obviously, they didn't know what was going on with me back then. So it is valid. But um, that is one of like the fun stories about work. But I also have some some bad stories um, do you want to say something first or should I just... Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I think this is definitely a, a more recent story. So like in the last three years, but, um, 
I've just always had kind of trouble finding like the right place. I've always had like definitely some bad experiences. And I think that's just to do with that many companies just are not very diverse. And they're never really working a lot of people that are like me. And um, I finally found like a company that I really liked. And it was like this store, you know, it was kind of like a convenient store, kind of CVS kind of place. And eventually I had to leave because they weren't really paying me a lot and I just couldn't afford to stay. I was actually really, really sad about that because I was totally loved it there. I loved the people. And when I like, you know, told them that I needed to leave and find something else, they were actually really proud of me for, you know, going to do something that I needed to do. And, but I had to cry and everything. So I'd actually found this job, which was um, customer service for the lottery. And in the Netherlands, there is like lottery subscriptions that you can do and then you can win things. And truth be told, people win millions. So, you know, you can do it and really win things. But if we're really being honest, you're probably going to spend a lot of money on lotteries and not win anything. That's obviously what they want you to do. Yeah. So that's what they why they exist. So I got hired into this company and basically my job was to, you know, just stay at home with my computer. And I got calls from people that wanted to cancel their subscription on the lottery. And I would be the one to tell them why they should stay and give them offers to basically just delay their cancellation. Mm -hmm. And I kind of already knew that that was going to be really hard for me, but it did pay good. Plus I was so, I was in a very weird place in my life in the sense of like, I wasn't very independent at the time and I just needed to do something that made me more independent. Mm. So that was definitely why I did that. But in the first two weeks, Xander actually got into like a minor accident. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And he had to go to the hospital and I had to care for him like a couple of days. And this was like in the second week of working there. And I was already so happy that I had days off that I didn't have to work. So that was already a sign that it was like toxic enough for me to not want to be there. It was very, very hard for me to do that job because it's just not in my blood to do such a thing, especially because you got a lot of old people on the phone or people that couldn't really afford doing the the subscription to the lottery. And then you would be the one to be like, no, but if you do this and this, then you should stay. Yeah. And of course, a lot of those people are kind of like, addicted to gambling, addicted to the lottery, and they would be very gullible and just do whatever you tell them. Yeah. but So, yeah. I think it's just so sad because I also used to work at the same company before him. Um, It was like a different lottery. It was like, yeah, well, yeah, it was a different lottery. Uh, But I had the same mission. I needed to do the same thing as venus um but it's just really sad because like you said there were lots of old people like people who lost their loved ones and needed to cancel their subscription or um people who are addicted but the sad part is is that we were actually feeding them to continue and we weren't trying to make them stop because obviously when you would sit next to them or like 
get really personal with them, like, it really hits you. Like, if yeah. they say, like, oh, I have money problems because I'm addicted to, to this or gambling. But that didn't mean that you would be allowed to no. give in, you know, because a lot of the calls were, of course, listened to by our bosses. And then we would be confronted by yeah. the fact that we gave in and just didn't go through with our no. mission. Exactly. So, and I think one of the worst instances was that, you know, you also get a lot of angry people on the phone because maybe they've tried a couple of times to yeah. cancel their subscription. Also, a lot of people who cried on the phone. Yeah. And um, I had this lady and she got mad a little bit. And because it was like the 300th angry person that day, I actually got super angry with her and said things that I definitely regret. And... In that same call, she, like, asked me, like, what the hell is going on? Like, why are you speaking to me like this? And I had to calm myself down and truly just, you know, say sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry that I spoke to you like this. I'm I'm not meant to speak to you like this, and I didn't mean to, but I'm just so overworked and so, you know, over this. Yeah. And she understood, but then we, of course, followed just the cancellation yeah. But at the end, I felt really, really bad about doing this job and it affected me physically. Yeah, me and too. And in the mornings, I always had to uh, throw out before I started. And I was honest to my boss about it. And I went to the doctors a couple of times, tried a couple of medications. But of course, even he saw through it all. And eventually he called me and he was like, I think you're just not meant for this job. No, and you I think, need to quit. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're just very, very not into this and you're too nervous for this and i told him that i really wanted to do it of course i hadn't found anything yet and eventually in the end i found i had like um a meeting scheduled with a different company and in that same weekend even before you know i went to this um what is it called when you meet with a company to get a job um a job a job interview, interview. yes that's what i mean and um, I told them even before the job interview, I told the cancellation lottery company, like, I can't do this anymore. I need to leave like now because it just made me physically sick. Yeah. You know, it just made me throw up every day. And after that, of course, I got better, but it's just very hard to get over something like that. Yeah, it is very difficult. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. And I'm really glad that you left that company and that you found something in time because that was also a very stressful period yes because you quit but you didn't have anything no to work with you know you had to find something while you were jobless and still had to care for two cats me you (laughs) yeah me and we had a home and you know so it was but everything worked out luckily and it's it's years ago now yeah so. so that's really, really good. Well, I actually have a couple more stories, but I think I'll have to choose, <laughs> pick and choose. They're not too long. But um, my first actual job was actually um, at a very famous uh, like food chain. Mm-hmm. But I didn't work there for very long because, well, first of all, it was just not the job for me <laughs> because I all I had to do was clean but I remember that they made me work for like eight hours I think and I was like 
15 at the time. So it was like really rough, especially because I've never worked before. So after eight hours, I went on my break and I remember already feeling a little bit sick and I already told them like, I'm not feeling good and stuff. And then I, um, I had this Indian or Thai, no, I think it was Thai green curry from like some kind of B brand. Like it was like really bad microwave meal. And I remember eating it and I was not feeling good. And I, I told my boss, like, I need to go. Like, I'm, I can't do this. I need to go home. And then eventually he tried to push me like, oh, like, like just one more hour. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I can't do this. I need to go home. I'm not feeling well. And then um, he said like, okay, you can leave. It's fine. Um, so I... Um, I biked home and I think I was around the corner, like I was really close to home. And then I puked while I was riding my bike. Damn. And it was the most horrible feeling because obviously Dai curry is very spicy. So yeah, my puke, my barf was very spicy. And that's also why I am so scared of eating or trying Thai green curry again because I have such a bad experience with that with that so that's like one story I also remember when I was working at this other supermarket um, I was just a cashier and I had to clean up the baskets but you know, I'm a very lazy person and I would rather do something in one trip than in two or three. Mm -hmm. So um, I picked up all the baskets and I put them in the front of the, uh, like in the, in the entrance and I dropped them down like in the, in the holder of the baskets and my finger got stuck. Oh, I remember. Between the baskets and I dropped it down and it hurt like a bitch. And they gave me something like a cooling element or like a cooling pad because it was not okay. You know? and, and then a couple of days later, I saw this black spot under my nail. Like, yeah, which developing. is probably blood. Yeah, probably blood. But it was there for the longest time. Yeah, because it had to grow out. It had to grow out. I think it's been there for like six months or something. Yeah, it had been. It's not anymore. No, 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 no. You no. said it's been here for... No, no, no. It has been there for like... Had six, been. Had been. Wow, I'm so sorry. For like six months. So that was uh, a very long time. Mm -hmm. But it's gone now. So. Luckily. Luckily. My fingers are not ugly anymore. Can I say something now? Yeah, of course. Well, I actually have one story that I want to share. Because, of course, like we said before, probably some topics will be repeated in the future. Yeah. We cannot mention our entire lives on just one episode. But I actually uh, worked at a fast food chain. That was my first job. And I actually had a near-death experience. Oh, yeah, I remember. Which was horrible. Now, I worked at this fast food chain 
for almost three years. And listen, there were some horrible experiences in there. Yeah. From sexual harassment to overworking to many other things that were going on. Um, but you know the you know the chain. You yeah, yeah. No, I mean, everyone knows the chain. Everyone. It's the most famous fast food chain in the world. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> but I got that job because at 15, you're allowed to work in the Netherlands, but not a lot of companies actually hire you. Uh-uh. So, and this company hired me, and eventually, I think I was working there for already, like, maybe one and a half years or so. Yeah. And um, I had special shoes for work that were like good for slippery floors and those had broken and I had already told my boss and they were ordered but of course I still had to come to work with you know normal shoes that were not good for slippery floors so that's already number one thing if I would have been living in America I probably could have sued him you know yeah definitely but eventually there was also uh, someone mopping at the front so it was like extra slippery on the work floor and i was i had a tray with like two coffees like piping hot coffees and i was walking around you know the floor uh to get these coffees to the customers and like i slipped like a cartoon like my legs in the air i fell very hard on my back and my head so the coffees were flying in the air and eventually landed on me, but I actually don't remember that part because I was not busy with that. <laughs> I don't remember getting burned or like having pain with the burning coffee. Um, but I landed on my back and apparently if you land on your back and f- you know fall like that, all of the air in your lungs gets pushed out of your lungs. And so suddenly... You know, I fell, I was very confused. You get very dazed and I couldn't breathe. There was no air in my lungs and I couldn't breathe. And my manager runs over to me and she's like holding my head. And she's basically saying like, oh, you need to get up. You know, I probably be because, you know, then I could breathe better or something. But she was telling me to get up and that it's, that it's going to be okay. And I just remember very softly crying, you know, like tears running down my cheeks, but like no sound. And I was just like trying to say that I couldn't breathe. But I remember very distinctively just thinking, oh my goodness, this is it. Like if I don't breathe in in a second or two, like I'm gonna die. And that felt so surreal, that felt so sad, and it felt so, it felt really real that that was it. Yeah. And I was literally like 16. I was like, oh my goodness, this is the way I die. It's so sad. And um, suddenly, I don't know how, just like a gust of air entered my lungs. Mm. So I feel like whoever, whoever's up there, (laughs) listen to me, you know, it might be... It might be um, who's famous and gay and dead. RuPaul. Oh, no. RuPaul's not dead. No, you added that after I said Yeah. But, you know, someone iconic who's up there definitely gave me that gust of air, girl. Yeah. And um, I remember just <laughs> getting up and I was getting, I was picking up the coffee. And my manager was like, 
you need to stop. Yeah. What, and you need to you go mean? to, you know, the break room and sit down for a couple seconds. And um, that was kind of funny because even, be- you know, after almost dying, I was too concerned with working, which is kind of funny. But I went to the break room and I got an ice pack and my head was hurting a lot. And I actually called someone to pick me up. And then my other manager came to be like, oh, how are you doing? Okay, uh, we need you on the floor. And I was like, well, I'm going home. And I said it in just a very stubborn way, like, oh, you're not going to even tell me or try to tell me that I need to stay. And he didn't. (laughs) He was like, okay, see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Which is also a bad response. Let's just say that. Yeah. But I'm already, like, fed up with companies and sickness and the way that they handle that. It's just very inhumane and it's not something that I'm happy with. So, yeah, that was my death experience. Awful. Yeah, I could have died, literally. Yeah. Like, I think about that moment a lot because I've never had such an experience. And there have been no experiences like that since then, luckily. Indeed. <laughs> but, you know, it can all be over so quick. I know. And it really felt like that. I was like, this is it. I'm going to die. And I felt really sad about it. I was like, there's nothing I can do. No. There's no air coming in. But then it did, girl. Yeah. Gag. <laughs> I lived, bitch. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm very happy that you're alive. So do you like working? Um, no. No, I do not. Right now, I don't. Um, because, Paul, I'm not at the place that I'm supposed to be. Like, I feel like if I'm in a, diff- in a different branch, that might change. Or I don't, I don't think that's an English word, honey. No? No. It's not? It's not. Oh. But you just say then. <laughs> You're talking about a different type of work so you know now you're in the supermarket business yeah and you want to be in another type of business yeah let's just put it that way um because this is not it this is not it for me and i don't know what i'm supposed to do like what my purpose is but i feel that this what i'm doing is not, not your purpose no it's not cutting it well there are just a couple of things that i'm very angry about when it comes to working and let me just list them first of all the sexual harassment and discrimination that i faced in working is just disgusting like in the fast food chain i've already had some sexual harassment and i was underage yeah and underage in the netherlands is 18 you know under 18 yeah so that's just ridiculous okay then I'm also very angry about no respect or, you know, even wanting to listen about sickness and um, the way that it gets handled here. A lot of times it's just disgusting because even after they had to literally take out teeth out of my mouth, my job asked me if I could come that same day. Yeah. And also... The pay is just very... I'm very grossed out sometimes. Yeah. Because I worked at the same supermarket 
Alexander for a long time, longer than him. And I eventually did do a management role. And I did it not for more pay, but for like hours. Yeah. And I'm very happy that I did it because it did teach me a lot of valuable things and it made me more independent. But just the fact that I was making the same as other people who were not in a management role and there were so many expectations on me, yeah. it's just disgusting, gross, and ultimately the reason that I left. Yeah. Because you can't expect people to do more for not more. No, exactly. But um, that's also something that I'm like really angry about because I feel like I do a lot in my job. I feel like I'm working a lot. I work for, well, I get paid 40 hours, but I work like 37. But still, like, what I make, make that much. What I make for 40 hours is just sad. And I make more. Yeah. And I work 35. But to be fair, I do also get like a compensation for traveling. Yeah. Which is 150, around 150 euros. Because I do have to travel quite a lot for my work. Um, but still, it's just, I'm very angry at companies. And at least the company that I'm at now, you know, respects people. Um, is very diverse, which I really love. It's very inclusive and it listens to all kinds of people. There are definitely people in that mix that are not inclusive and that are not diverse and that are racist, homophobic. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much, though, before I'm going to report those people. <laughs> you know, a couple sentences more and you're done, honey. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, at other companies, everyone was racist. Mm-hmm. Everyone was homophobic. Yeah. And that's also because just cis white people are just kind of trained that way. Cis straight people. Yeah. And white. So three groups, honey. It's just... Kind of, I sound very sad because I am. It makes me really sad. Mm -hmm. Just in general. If I would have a company, I would just run it very differently. Yeah, of course. I'm also very disgusted by most people's behavior. Because a lot of people are racist or, like you said, homophobic or, like, not supportive of, like, the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, but it's even bigger than that. I mean, just... A lot of people are in this facade of thinking that we're in 2023 and everything is inclusive and everything is great. And the truth is, it's not. And even no. in a company like mine, where inclusivity and diversity is on number one, mm-hmm. I still feel that some people need to read the room Yeah, and get with the times yeah and that's what i'm saying not a lot of sentences more and they're done because you know i've always been listening and hearing all of the shit from everyone and i'm not gonna tolerate that no you shouldn't you know i am queer and that's fine yeah but i think one of the most important things is that you feel at peace at work and that you feel like safe Definitely, but the thing is, and the Netherlands is kind of racist, I'm going to say it. We're very multicultural, and that's also because it's just a very rich country. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to move here, which I get. Um, 
but everyone here, not everyone, let me not group everyone. A lot of people here are racist and they will be very open about that. So they will be open to me about who they're racist about and obviously not be racist towards uh, Spanish people because I'm Spanish, I'm mm -hmm. half Spanish. But then I know damn well that to other people, they would say the same things about Spanish people, mm -hmm. you know? They're just racist about the people that they're not with. Yeah. So it's just a very, you know, I just hate this culture sometimes. Yeah. Me too. But with that being said, of course, this company that I'm at, a lot of people are great and a lot of people are inclusive. And I'm talking to people from all over the world, literally. And that's great. And that's amazing. And I'm super happy. And I'm at peace. And I love it. There's just a couple of people. Don't worry. Yeah. They'll get the chops soon. No, yeah. Just kidding. I don't know. I mean, if they continue. Well, I'm saying, you know, a couple of companies ago, mm -hmm. I some people did say some sexual things to me. And I'm not happy about those things. No. And if I had the confidence and drive that I have now, I would have reported them. Yeah. And they would have been fired. Or they would have been, you know, asked to leave for a couple of weeks. And... If the people that I'm talking about now say a lot more racist and homophobic things, then I need to report them. I feel like that's my duty to kind of, as a person that kind of, let's be real. If the company, if a company is still only cis straight white people, that is not diverse, right? Mm -hmm. So a person like me entering the workroom, not talking about drug race, but just no, uh, the work room. work room. Yes. Um, that kind of puts a label on me that I'm the inclusivity yeah. of the company, right? I'm the diversity that's going on. Yeah. Great. So I'm part of that percentage of the diversity inclusivity of this company. Mm -hmm. Then it's also kind of my duty to protect that. Yeah, I, I agree. Because, you know, y'all want to be inclusive, y'all want to be diverse. Well, then step up to the plate. And say the hard things to the people that need to hear it. Mm -hmm. Because they're not doing good. No, they're not. No. You know that I actually, like, um, like, sometimes I heard, like, I heard uh, a couple people say bad things about, like, trans people and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know that I was trans, but I was, like, really, like, supporting... Like, trans people, like, my group, and telling them how it is. Like, I just knew that they didn't want to hear the things that I said to them. But I was trying to, trying to like, expand their... Horizon. Horizon and their vision and just the overall thoughts on, like, trans people... Mm -hmm. And I feel like it kind of did work with some people that I, like, had this conversation with. Uh, I tried to make them understand more what, what what's going on. And people did, like, some people did seem to understand and some people were obviously not hey, that's, understanding that's life. and supportive. But that, indeed, that that is life. But it's, like, ridiculous that it should even be like this and that definitely that we should be like the spokesman who speak for these people 
Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll gladly do it. Don't worry. Because it's also me who's part of it. But, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just really sad that, like, in this time, in 2023, that we still need to do this. It's just... Well, you know what's also sad? We made this episode so deep and so sad. Mm. I'm so sorry, y'all. But sometimes we need to talk about the things. Mm. And we need to be real. Yeah. And, you know, we are bad at life. Like, we go through life (laughs) one day at a time. And it's hard sometimes. But these are the things that make it bad sometimes. You know? And we need to talk about them. But I I, I also just feel like it is important to talk about these things. And I feel like some people... Just don't talk about these things because they're hard and because it's just such a difficult subject and so many... That's what hard means, yes. Yeah, I, I know. I'm <laughs> just rambling. Well, but, listen, if you want to have more fun listening to this podcast, go to Bad at Lying, go to Bad at Friendships, go listen to one of those. Yeah. If you want to have a real talk, this is the episode for you. Now, let me share a fun fact about work. Oh, yeah. A fun fact about work is that technically this is also work, you know, creating a podcast and making music and being creative and creating products, services for other people. It's, it is work. Yeah. You know, we could earn money with this one day. We're not doing it right now, but let's be real. The definition did not say anything about money. No. We're doing mental or physical labor to do something. Yeah. And we are working and making this podcast and that can be a lot of energy sometimes you know there are episodes that we did a lot of preparation for some like this one that we didn't do much preparation for but listen the recordings the posts the posting the publishing the everything it is a lot of work it is let's be real so after 10 episodes which hey can we get an applause for that 10 episodes <laughs> 10 episodes we need a little break so We will return very shortly in two weeks. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. And we're going to continue with this season. Season 1B, you know, will be the next 10 episodes. And then we'll move on to other things. But don't worry. We're going to be back very soon. And also, before we go, um, well, have a happy Pride Month. That will happen very soon. (laughs) That's June. I don't know if you know. Happy Pride Month. (laughs) Happy Pride Month. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, gay. Sashay into deals today. That's what I thought. Yes. No, but I mean, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Yes, because we're not going to be recording this podcast in the first couple of weeks. It's no. June. So we don't have the ability to tell you very often, very soon. So here you go. Happy Pride Month. Follow us on Instagram at battledlife.pod where you will see any updates about future episodes, of course. In a couple of weeks, we will return. And that's all I've got to say. A bitch got to shut up and go to bed. Yeah. Because you need... You have a 10-hour shift tomorrow. Yes. Which I just need to say that doesn't happen a lot in this company. So I'm very grateful to that. But, bitch, I got to work for 10 hours tomorrow. So I got to go. And a bitch is tired. Yeah. (laughs) So, So, bye, girlies. Goodbye. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening or not. Kisses. Mm-hmm. Besos. Adios. <laughs>